It's WNYC's Financial 411, our take on the economic news of the day. This week brought a succession of disappointing economic reports from housing to industrial production and today, job creation. It was the fifth straight week of stock market declines. The Dow gave up 97 more points today, reacting to the bad jobs numbers. The index closed at 12,151. The Nasdaq lost 41 points, ending at 2,733. And the S&P 500 slumped to 1,300 on the dot, down 13 points. Also this week, troubling news for Goldman Sachs in the form of a critical report by a Senate committee and a rumored subpoena by the Manhattan District Attorney. Let's talk about the week's business and economic news with Greg David, director of the Business and Economics Reporting Program at the CUNY Graduate School of Journalism. Hi, Greg. Hello, Amy. The economy added just 54,000 jobs last month, much lower than the number that was expected, a lot less than the 200,000 or so we've been averaging for the past several months. Is this the dreaded double-dip recession? No. Let's talk about what a double-dip is. That means we're losing jobs and GDP is declining. We don't have a double-dip. What we do have is a slowdown in the recovery. This recovery has been a disaster, you know. Recoveries usually, when the downturn is steep, the rebound is good. This one, it didn't get going at all. And every time it does get going, something happens, you know. It was a depressing week. It's like we all need economic Prozac here. <laughs> right. Uh, it's, it, so it's it's stalling. Uh, you say it's not a double dip. Forbes magazine, though, proclaimed this week we're having a housing double dip. The S&P Case-Shiller Home Price Index found March home prices have fallen below the 2009 trough to levels last seen in 2002. So explain explain the differences there. That's exactly right in housing, which we know, of course, is the great disaster, the thing that caused all this great problem. National housing prices have cratered. They started to recover last year, and now they're going down again because there's no demand. There's so many houses yet to be foreclosed on. It's really bad news. And as you said, we're off a third from the peak back to 2002. Here's a light of sunlight. It's not that bad in New York City. As a matter of fact, housing prices went up in the first quarter. We've only lost 14% from the peak, not a third. And we're only back to 2007. So, you know, I've been talking about how strong the New York economy is. It's stronger in housing, too. So just be grateful we're here. That's right. And not in Las Vegas. Absolutely not. Or in Florida. This week, Bloomberg News reported Goldman Sachs has been subpoenaed by the Manhattan District Attorney Cy Vance. There are no charges against Goldman or anyone else. And Vance hasn't said yet what this uh, alleged probe is all about. What's your best guess? Well, I think we do know what it's about. The Senate Select Committee on Investigations issued this 300-page report, which said Goldman did two terrible things. First of all, it bet against housing when it was putting its clients in housing, and it lied about it to Congress because both the CEO, Blankfein, and the president, Cohn, told Congress they didn't have a, quote, massive bet against housing. The Senate committee says they did. So given this report, not only has Cy Vance, but State Attorney General Schneiderman has called them in for a meeting, too. This report is a roadmap to charges. But the most important analyst on Wall Street says Goldman is not only too big to fail, they're too big to jail, to steal someone's headline, and that there'll have to be a settlement because you just can't put this firm out of business. A lot of people think the SEC and the Justice Department should be going after the big banks, not uh, local New York prosecutors and, and Senate 
subcommittees. What kind of power do Cy Vance and Eric Schneiderman and Carl Levin have to make the case against these banks? I don't know what power Vance has, but the New York Attorney General has the Martin Act. It is a more powerful tool than the SEC has, as Elliot Spitzer and Andrew Cuomo demonstrated. So if he decides to do something, it could be big trouble for Goldman. You know, the financial overhaul law passed last year was supposed to end too big to fail by giving the government powers to dissolve big banks when they are effectively bankrupt. What? But what about uh, too big to prosecute, too big to jail? Well, I don't believe that Frank did solve too big to fail anyway. Look, putting Goldman out of business would be a disaster. Now, you know, whether people claim they should be going after the individuals, they could do that. The standard for a criminal charge is very high, and that's the problem. And lastly, Donnie Walsh is stepping down as the New York Knicks president of basketball operations after a three-year tenure that brought in uh, all-stars Amari Stoudemire and Carmelo Anthony and turned the struggling franchise into a, a playoff team. The Knicks fans are crying in their beer because that means Dolan, the owner, has done it again. And the disastrous Isaiah Thomas, who killed this team, is probably whispering in his ear, it is not a good day in Nick Nation. <laughs> Greg David of the CUNY Journalism School, thanks so much. Thank you. This is WNYC.